Hey everybody, this is Josh from Solopreneur Grind for episode 94 of the Solopreneur Grind podcast. I am happy to be joined by Ben Schneider, founder and CEO of Jobmify. Ben, thanks so much for coming on the show today. Hey Josh, thanks for having me. Awesome. I was recently on yours, Ben, and that was a lot of fun. As soon as I started hearing more about your background and some of your answers and thoughts, I was like, got to have you on. So here we are. But Ben, for those who haven't heard about you before, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Uh, who are you? What, what are you working on these days? Yeah, sure. So uh, I'm Ben Schneider from Germany, and I'm a serial entrepreneur. So I'm the owner of an e-commerce store uh, about sea monkeys and the digital marketing agency and one of the main companies or projects uh, we have is jobmofi.com which is a job search platform um, where you can hire remote workers from the overseas and this is um, yeah would say the project we work most on it right now awesome and i'm super interested because i want to hear about the others as well and how those came to be and how you manage all these at once. So really excited to get into it. But Ben, can you take us back to what was the beginning of your career like? Did, did you go to college? Did you go to university? And then what was the first thing that you did when you completed your you know, more traditional education? Um, yeah, so for sure, I was going to school. Um, but the in school, I realized I do not need a normal job. Um, and basically, I did. <laughs> I was working as a mechanic for motorcycles hmm. um, 20 years ago. But yeah, I, I always knew I need to be an entrepreneur. I want to work for myself, not for someone else. And um, I started basically my first business in school selling Tamagotchis. Oh, yeah. Um, and and later on, I was um, buying Game Boys and PlayStation bundles from eBay and sold them. I split them and sold them uh, again on eBay. So it was little, I was making a little pocket money. Um, but yeah, then I started to to creating websites, writing ebooks, um, did a lot of crazy stuff like sports betting, day trading, uh, casino stuff. Um, I, I tried basically always to, to make some money. Um, yeah, and that's uh, basically the beginnings um, when I were diving into the, the online world. So with um, creating some, some websites and selling them and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I, I was CEO of a, of a franchise company um and we sold their chickens so in front of for example uh, in your country it would be like walmart there is a food truck in front of walmart selling chickens so i had 10 of those um this was uh, and i was ceo of that with um in the beginning of my 20s i think 21 or 22 um, but I realized this is something I don't want to stick with it my whole life. So um, I started new with um, some multi-level marketing stuff, um, which I also realized this is not something I want to be in. And then I was founding my online store, my e-commerce store for Sea Monkeys, which I have um, still um, by today. And we are expanding um, a lot with that store. Um, yeah, and from this store, it, 
it went step by step. So from this e-commerce store, people were asking me, hey, how have you done that? Then the coaching business I did was created. Out of that, I had a lot of co uh, a lot of coachings, but people told me, hey, Ben, that's awesome you're telling me, but I'm not able to do that. So mm -hmm. could you do that for me? And out of this coaching business, the digital marketing agency was born. So where we did that for the people, the doing Facebook ads and creating websites, e-commerce stores, uh, online marketing strategies, stuff like that. And um, out of this digital marketing agency where I was working with remote workers from all over the world um, and a lot of people, jobmofi.com was born because I realized, hey, the platforms who are available are okay are good but uh, there are way uh, ways to uh, a lot of ways to improve and yeah that's what leads me to Shopify and that's where we are today very cool and, and those are some of my favorites I noticed this pattern amongst many of my guests where a lot of the great businesses just come naturally right like you said people just started asking you for this and it just kind of flowed naturally from that i want to go back and kind of go through each one step by step though ben you said kind of the the big company that you started or, or maybe the first one that you started that is still around today is a sea monkey e-commerce store i can't say i've ever heard of another sea monkey anything let alone you know website or e-commerce store can you please tell us a little bit about what was the inspiration behind that and, and why why did you start it? Sure. Uh, and before I dive into that, this was actually not my first business I have founded. So right. I, I've had uh, two, two, three other companies that didn't work out. So mm -hmm. one I sold for a little, the other um, I just closed it. So this was not the first business I did. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, that was the first that did uh, very well right. and um, the inspiration came from a friend of mine he told me he bought uh, sea monkeys from someone from eBay and told me this guy is making so much money and if you are my best friend and telling me anyone in the world is making so much money I will have a look at this mm -hmm. and um, uh, I was researching a lot and this guy was not making that much money, but he made a couple of hundreds of euros per month, which is very low money. Um, but he made that only on eBay in a very unprofessional way, only in Germany. So what I was realizing is, hey, if you make this in a professional way worldwide, this could be a solid business. Mm -hmm. and, um, and that's what it is. And we are, uh, I don't know, I think I've sold in more than 60 countries in the world. Jeez. And um, yeah, and we are still expanding. Um, we go to the, to the retail stores uh, and stuff like that. So not only online, but also offline marketing. And um, yeah, so this is this is what we're doing now so and what you mentioned there are is there is not that much competition right. in that niche um, because it's not that easy to get um, the sea monkeys so you cannot hatch them uh, in one or two aquariums at your home you, you can do right. that for your private for your private uh, fun that's what our clients uh, or customers are doing uh, but not to sell that Right. Need millions of them. Can, can you clarify? So I, I'm interested in a few things. Number one, 
can you just clarify exactly what a sea monkey is and kind of how what do you sell? Do you, do you sell them? Do you sell kits, etc., etc.? And then secondly, once you kind of determined that this would be a good opportunity, what were the next steps you took or, or what would you recommend to others who maybe have an idea for an e-commerce store, whether it be anything, sea monkeys, t-shirt, maybe not t-shirts because that's a little more competitive, but any tips on you know how people can get started today? Sure. So a sea monkey is a little animal which um, grows out of an egg. And I do not sell the animal itself. So I sell the egg. So the egg could be dried. And when it's dry, it will not hatch. But when when you get it into the water with temperature, temperature and lightning, and then it will hatch after one or two days. Um, And sea monkeys grow around, um, depending on the, on the species, uh, but around three, three, four centimeters big, um, living two to three months and laying eggs in this time. So you can dry the, uh, those eggs and repeat the process. And um, yeah, it's mostly for kids. Our, our client, our customers are mostly parents buying that for their kids. Um, because it's awesome. It's really, my daughter also liked it. And I still like it after around, after nine years, I think. I still like those animals. So it's uh, it's very special and um, yeah, it's great. It's a great business, I like it. And I'm not an, an aquarium enthusiast or something like that. I just begin that for business, but I, mm-hmm. I like it. Um, and the other question you mentioned, Sure, there are some tips. So um, most of the guys see all those people on Instagram and blah, 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 showing all their numbers and their stuff. But I started my e-commerce business part time. So basically it was full time, but I had two full time jobs. So I did from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. I did my work uh, in a full time position uh, at the company. Then I went to the gym for around one hour. I ate something and then from 7 p.m. till midnight, I was working on my e-commerce store and this for more than two years, for around two and a half years um, before I quit my my full time job. And that's what I would recommend to people out there, because um, maybe you need the money to pay your rent, to pay your food and stuff for your family. Um, So you should not quit your job and starting an e-commerce store. You You can you need to put in the work and you can do that and then you can save a lot of money because you can earn on another way um, or yeah Mm -hmm. some money Um, and I was starting with eBay so I was looking for a source to get those eggs and then um, I started an eBay store eBay was working out two months later I was starting my own e-commerce store Um, this was working out three months later I was starting on Amazon and um yeah that that was basically the way and then i tried to scale it um seo facebook ads all those kind of stuff and we have we have a a solid usual e-commerce business so i have people here who are doing the packaging um it's not drop shipping it's not an aliexpress um china business it's a yeah it's a usual common e-commerce business right and what do you recommend for people to start with today? And the reason I say this is because 
things have changed so much, right? Now with Shopify, with Squarespace, you know, you can throw up a website in 12 minutes or, or whatever. Obviously, if you want a good website, it might take a little bit longer. But if you were to have to start all over from scratch right now, what are maybe the two or three things or tips or, or you know, tools that you might recommend to other people to kind of get started quickly? It depends on the case. So basically, Shopify could be a good option. I, I do not use Shopify. I have used them um, for other projects where we did exactly those um, AliExpress um, businesses. Um, Shopify could work good, but what I really not like at, Shop uh, at uh, Shopify is that they took a percentage of every sale. I don't like that. So that's why I would not recommend Shopify that much. But basically, you're right. It's very easy to use. It's very easy to start. So you, you can start with that system if you don't need a warehouse system. So for example, I need a warehouse system. Shopify is not that awesome if you need a warehouse system. Um, so that's why, why I say it depends on the case. So maybe it could right. be a good opportunity to start on Amazon. But do not build your business on, on the rented ground. So if it's, you, you always need to have an online, an e-commerce store, you always need to have a brand behind that. Um, otherwise, you're not a brand, you're only selling some products. And this is not what you should go for. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, basically, go for a store, go for a source you, where you can sell your stuff, maybe eBay, Amazon, and test it. Hmm. Te test it. If people uh, like your stuff or not, you can do easily an e-commerce store uh, with WooCommerce if you have no money. Or with Shopify, it's also very cheap if you do not sell um, a lot. So basically to start, Shopify could be um, definitely an, right. uh, a tool you should use. And, and what do you use now? Are you a custom WordPress website or? No, um, I use JTL. It's a German um, uh, e-commerce software because I use their warehouse system uh, and I was using WooCommerce before but there was always problems and I would not recommend WooCommerce for a big e-commerce store because you have too much plugins too much updates too much um, yeah bugs and errors all the time right. if you update WooCommerce maybe your checkout is not working anymore and you lose thousands of dollars a day and this is uh, this is not what you want to have so my right. warehouse system is from JTL and my e-commerce store too. Interesting. Very cool, Ben. So let's, I want to go to the next kind of step of the journey. So the e-commerce store starts doing very well. And then you said one of the next steps was it evolved into some coaching and eventually a digital marketing agency. Can you talk about how that came to be and, and what were the things that you did that you think really drove it forward? That's easy. I did around seven or 800 YouTube videos um, in around two or three years. So, at, so at, at what point was this after you'd reached a certain level of success with the e-commerce store and you said, hey, I want to start sharing my uh, lessons and stuff? Exactly, exactly. I had the e-commerce store and friends were coming to me. Hey, you're doing an awesome job. How can I do that? And then I thought, hey, there is a business in this. I can share my stuff. 
and maybe people like it and I will grow my audience. Um, I will be part of like you podcasts, uh, magazines, stuff like that. So I will grow my personal brand and um, people will pay me for my knowledge. And um, yeah, I was put in a lot of work. Um, most of those 700 YouTube videos, uh, I cut them by myself. I recorded them. I hmm. did everything at the beginning. I was just, uh, I was just a solopreneur. So not having big teams or several companies or anything like that, like today. So um, you need to put in the work. And if you do that on a constant way, you will be successful at some day. Mm-hmm. And um, that, that's that's how it went. So I did, I think, more than 1,000 one-on-one coachings. I had groups on Facebook, so paid Facebook groups where I was having some live streams. Um, out of that coachings, as mentioned, and the YouTube uh, channel and the podcast and stuff like that, people came to me uh, and told them, hey, I, w- uh, I want to uh, start an e-commerce store. Could you help that uh, out? Could you build the e-commerce store for for us could you uh, guide us stuff like that and that's uh, how the the coaching and the marketing business grows um to be honest these days i do not very much coachings anymore so mostly only for digital marketing clients um for for the from the agency because uh, i shifted my time a little bit and if you have a project like chopmofi which is a huge project mm-hmm. um, a global project um, you do not have the time anymore for doing this so uh, i do this but in only very special ways got it absolutely i mean prioritization is one of the most important things that i think we have to do as solopreneurs entrepreneurs etc so ben can you talk about Uh, getting the coaching business started if someone's out there and they have a lot of knowledge in a certain area and and they're thinking about you know going into coaching in one way or another what would you recommend what are some two or three actionable steps should they start pumping out content kind of like what you did on YouTube and the other thing that I'm curious about is how did you package that kind of offer did you have just one offer hey hourly work with me one-on-one did you have like kind of a like a boot camp or a group you know groups or how did you how did you structure that yeah so about the products uh, first i was starting with coaching hours my first coaching price was 39 dollar per hour <laughs> i'm assuming it's gone up a little since then <laughs> yeah uh, I, w- I was to be honest i was i wasn't sell- selling anything um then i put it on 99 dollars per hour i was not selling anything <laughs> um i think six or nine months later i go for 149 and then i was starting to sell something um because if you're ch- too cheap it's not good mm-hmm. in that business. Um, so right now, if you want to uh, have a coaching hour from me, I'm at 250 um, euros. Uh, that's so 150, 250. That's our reasonable prices. But if you do it for $50 an hour, nobody will book you because this is too cheap. Why should you do a coaching for $50 an hour? If you are that good, you can earn way more on another way. So um, you need you need to have a good pricing. And I did, um, as mentioned, paid Facebook groups. I was 
I think that one or one, one of the first people in Germany who did paid Facebook groups, um, because we are in Germany, we are adapting a lot of stuff from the US people and um, they did that before. Uh, Facebook was more used in, in the US before, so. Right. Um, yeah, so you mean but, like but a I, like a monthly subscription to be in the group and you would share content and go live? Exactly. It was not a monthly. It was one year, uh, one year, and I was going live once a week. Um, that's uh, that was something I did. Then I had some video courses, but I was never the friend of selling video courses because if you buy my course right now, I know maybe you're only watching 20% of the course and um, this is not what helps you with your business. You need a one-on-one -on -one coaching or you want to be guided in a group like that, for example, with live streams. Um, yeah, and for your first questions, what's the first steps? You need to take action. So it depends on your money. Either you put out content and uh, tons of content, um, or you have money, you put out ads. You don't need to have a YouTube channel with 100K subscribers or anything like that. Just put out ads to a landing page and this could work. Maybe not, but this could definitely work. That's a, a, that's a way that is working. Um, but that's a way that is costly. So mm -hmm. you really need to have money for that. You shouldn't start a coaching business and putting ads if you do not have minimum 10K to spend ads because you, because people are not knowing you. So you will not sell with the first contact. You will need to retarget them. You need to give other free videos and stuff to, yeah, to get in touch, to build a connection with those people. Mm -hmm. um, so you need definitely to have money. And the other way could be to get in touch with other people. But the problem is if you are new in the business, if you have nothing to offer, nobody will support you because it's not a, a friendship relationship in that business, which is by the way, um, I'm not that, that commercial guy. If you ask for help, it's likely for me that I help you, even if you don't, have an affiliate list for me where you can send out my stuff or anything like that. But basically in, in Germany, uh, I know people aren't like that. Mm -hmm. So I, I was doing that when I was young, when I was starting my coaching business, I was writing a lot of people trying to get in touch with them, trying to help them, trying to build connections. And um, they do not support you. They do only support you if they get something out of you. If you have an affiliate list, maybe they will send out you send out that's a business relationship in that case um, but if you have nothing to offer this will not work out so um yeah start your own channels put out content or or and <laughs> um make uh, play some ads absolutely yeah that's super helpful and and so ben at what point did the social media agency come about was this when the coaching business hit a certain level, and as you said earlier, it was just people asking like, hey, the advice is great. I don't have time to implement it. Can you do it? And then my other, apparently I like asking questions in pairs here, is how did you start doing the work? Did you do it all yourself to begin with and then you brought in freelancers or contractors? How did you kind of scale that up? Yeah, the, the agency came very early after the after I got coaching clients. So uh, I think I had a coaching 
a coaching business, um, my YouTube channel for around six to 12 months, I got uh, until I got first sales uh, and first coachings and stuff like that, because I was going the way um, with putting out content only not doing ads in the beginning, uh, or not that much ads, uh, which basically right now I knew that was a mistake. I should have spent more, um, but that's why it it took so long. Um, But that's also, you need to be honest with the people. um, That's why I'm telling you this. Uh, I did that for six to 12 months until I got uh, my first sales. Maybe I had Mm. one first sale uh, earlier, but until it went to a business. But when I had some coachings, then it was, uh, yeah, very early um, that uh, maybe in the first 10 or 20 coachings, people were asking me, hey, can you do that? And then I did that for them. There was no team behind myself. Uh, mostly I, I was uh, doing pretty well in Facebook ads. So I've made, I think, more than 12 millions with Facebook ads um, in sales. Uh, so I did this Facebook ads by myself for those people. Um, and then I was starting hiring people like a designer, for example, who is doing the visuals um, and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, and for for doing websites, first landing pages, I did by myself. But then hmm. later on, I was um, hiring people from the overseas uh, to do that. Very cool. But what what did you do? Like, if someone said, "Hey, Ben, I need a new website," would you build them a website? Uh, those days, yeah, uh, I would so, have done. So you that. were just doing everything. Yeah, because um, if you are on early stage. You firstly, you need to have clients. Secondly, you need to have money. And third, you need to figure out some stuff because you don't know if the Facebook ads is the big business or maybe it's better to focus on websites. But to be honest, so we are building websites uh, in the agency right now too, but this is not my favorite one because um, people paying you one time a couple of thousands of dollars but you have a lot of trouble. Um, you are always in charge if something is, uh, yeah, I've, not working I've heard, on I've the heard website. I've not great things about web development. Yeah, yeah. In so in the form of an agency. Yeah, this is this is not my favorite stuff. Very very cool. Okay, so at what point then do you start to bring other people in? Because and this is something I talked about a few episodes ago with a guest is it's very hard going from one to two, right? One being number of employees, right? Just yourself, you're doing everything, everything's under your control to two. Now you got to kind of bring someone in, teach them the ways, pay them, obviously. So at, at what point does it make sense from an operations and commercial side of things to bring somebody in? What was it like scaling up your agency? I think it's um, worth to bring someone in from day one. Hmm. I tell you why, because if you hire someone from the overseas, this guy is in comparison to our salaries, very um, low. So it's very affordable. So if you, for example, start with a designer, which I would recommend because uh, for some reasons we can uh, talk about that in a, in a bit. Um, if you start with a designer, for example, this guy costs you full time, maybe around four or $500. You can hire those people part time. So you're paying two, $300 um, a, month? For, a month Yeah, for, 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 a, for a team member. 
and you don't have to care about the designs anymore. And to be honest, my designs, I'm not a designer, so my designs are not good. So I'm happy for my designers and the team because they are doing a great job and I couldn't do that. So it's way more quality in the company. It's very affordable. I don't have to care uh, about that anymore. So if, if you compare this with hiring someone from the US, um, your question would be reasonable because um, this is very expensive. You need to have a couple of thousands of euros in sales every month. But if we talk about two or three, four, five hundred dollars a month, then you should go for so uh, such a people from day one. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Interesting. And I guess as well, Ben, you can if you use them on a contract or like hourly basis you've got nothing to lose, right? Maybe you strike a relationship with a freelancer and you just get their hourly rate. And so you only hire them when you actually bring in paying clients and you need their help on, on jobs like that. Do you have any recommendations, Ben, in terms of good countries to look for freelancers or, you know, partners or whatever you want to call them, where, where you can get high quality work for, you know, you're, you're essentially like finance hacking, right? Where you where you get the, the, the lower the lower fees. Yeah, so basically um, look for countries. It's more important that you have the right website, which uh, your number one website for this should be jobmofi.com. Um, so it depends. You could, you could get great um, developers, for example, from India. You could uh, also get great designers um, from Bangladesh or the Philippines. Um, I'll, I prefer working with Philippines, to be honest. Um, but it's one, one question is about the country, but the other question is about your hiring process. Mm -hmm. um, because it, it makes no sense to hire in the right country, but the wrong people. Right. Um, so if I, if I recommend you go for the Philippines, because those guys are hardworking, they are, um, yeah, you're building close relationships with them. They they do hard work, stuff like that, and good quality. But you need always focus on the hiring process. So, for example, on Shopify, we only have ID verified users. That was one of the reasons why I've created Shopify because of on the most other platforms, it's optional to to do the ID verification, and a lot of other platforms are doing that by themselves. So. Uh, you're uploading your ID. So the Filipino is uploading the, his ID and another Filipino is reviewing that ID. And this mm. is not a very good verification service. So for example, we on Shopify, we have a third party verification service there. And these guys are reviewing people for bank accounts and credit cards. Um, so this is a uh, way other level. So we are not doing the verification on our own. It's outsourced to a third party and we pay for that uh, also, but we have a high security standard. Um, this is very important. Then you need to be clear in your instructions. Um, do not do not look for the one fits all solution just because people are cheap. Because of people are cheap, you shouldn't do that. So mm -hmm. uh, if, you, if you pay $500 full time a month for someone, you can get three of those people and you have three people who are specialized in something and you're just paying $1,500 a month. 
Mm -hmm. um, so, so be clear in your instruction. Do not look for the one fits all solution to only hire ID verified users because those people, no matter where, from where they are, they are sitting thousands of kilometers away. So you would not be able to charge them for anything. So right. you need to make sure this guy is really that guy to only hire if you have done a video interview to never hire someone without doing a video interview because this uh, this new member should it's like a family member the team member is like a family member and you you need to know those guys you need to see them you need to talk to them um, because you should treat them like a human which is new in your company and not like a robot who is sitting some somewhere and um, yeah working on your stuff this is this these are some some very important um yeah some very important points you should have an eye on if you hire someone from the overseas absolutely yeah it's so important and it's such a time-consuming task to do once right so to do it once and then not get it right and then have to let go of somebody and do it again is uh, you know it, it's definitely one of those processes where you're better off spending a little bit more time making the right decision the first time and then hopefully you don't have to to worry about it again ben to kind of close out that chapter before we talk a little bit more about jobmify is what do you think overall about digital marketing agencies these days it still seems to me like such a great opportunity in terms of a business opportunity maybe somebody's working a nine-to-five they want to start working by themselves maybe somebody's just good at digital marketing or they're good at Facebook ads or whatever it seems like there's so much opportunity with businesses out there that are struggling they don't know anything about social media marketing etc etc do you have any thoughts or, or tips on people out there who might be thinking about some type of digital marketing agency is it a good time to start one and you know what would you say to them uh, if they were gonna be starting one tomorrow let's say if you are good in what you're doing, it's definitely a good time to start. The problem is that a lot of uh, marketing agencies, one-man shows, are not good in what they are doing. They're just selling um, knowledge that they have learned from YouTube or some courses, um, but they have no experience in that. Uh, but um, yeah, selling that for sometimes a very high price, but the problem is, the companies, what you mentioned, they don't know anything about that. So they pay those high rates um, yeah, and get nothing or only low in return. That's uh, one of the main problems we have uh, nowadays, I think. But if you're good in what you're doing, for example, Facebook ads, if you're doing awesome in Facebook ads, um, for sure, go for a digital marketing agency or, uh, or for a Facebook marketing agency or something like that and sell that to people sell that uh, to companies go to companies show them your results um, at the beginning maybe do a free test month so they only have to pay for for the budget for the ad costs and nothing for you and if they are happy they can continue in the second month um, giving you i don't know 500 or a thousand dollars a month so uh, if i do the facebook ads um <coughs> Sorry, if I do the Facebook ads for people, um, I charge $1,500 a month, uh, euros a month. Mm -hmm. So this is what I charge for usual accounts. There are some, some big e-commerce stores I have where it's more work, 
um, then I charge more, but this is what I charge and I'm not charging a percentage of the ad spend. Hmm. Because I, I think that's not fair because if I spend $500 a month, I do not have more work than spending $50 a month. Um, so I have my rate, $1,500 um, and that's all included. Awesome. And is that all completely outsourced? Are you still doing any of the digital marketing work or do you, do you have a team that manages almost everything? Uh, I have a team for most of the stuff, but Facebook ads, uh, I do by myself still oh, wow. until today. Very cool. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. There's definitely a, a takeaway in that. Awesome, Ben. So let's spend the last few minutes just chatting about Jobmify. You, you have the Sea Monkey business. You have the digital marketing agency. You have your podcast. There's no doubt you're a busy guy. And now you also are running this new platform that helps people find, you know, freelancers or just contract workers that they can hire from around the world. What brought that on? What was the decision making or, or how did that get started? And, and how's it been so far? Uh, so I had problems with son of uh, with one of my um, freelancer I hired a few, uh, two years ago, and this led me to Jobmify because I was saying the 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 opportunity itself is awesome to hire people from another country of the world where the living costs are not that high, so those people are very affordable in in comparison to our employees. Um, but the problem is you need to be as secure as possible. And most of the other platforms don't care about that because they only care about numbers. They have millions of people on their websites. And that's a problem because uh, especially here in Germany, a lot of people are writing below our ads. Yeah, we have tried that on on the marketplace um, where you're, where you can hire for $5 or on another uh, website or stuff like that. And it didn't work out. The quality was bad. The people were poor. They didn't show up, all that kind of stuff. And the problem is not the system. The problem is the hiring process. They, these people just hired the wrong process. But why did they hire the, the wrong people? They hired the wrong because the platforms who are existing do not care about the most important facts, the quality, um, the verification. And this is a, a real problem. So what we on Shopify are doing, we first care about the verification is if this people is not verified, he or she cannot apply for any job. On Shopify.com, we only have ID verified users. So if someone is not um, showing their ID card, He's not able to apply because we want to make it for you as secure as possible. And the other way is the quality. So you need to have an eye of the quality, make a test task, for example, or what I mentioned, do only hire after you have done a video interview and stuff like that. So um, that was something I was bringing into the project and was saying, we need to do that. We need to create a platform, which is, not new, but better than the others. Mm -hmm. So we were aiming for an all-in-one solution. So we have not only the job search hiring part, we have also the marketplace in addition to that. And we have a higher um, uh, task management tool where you can mm -hmm. 
assign tasks to your people. We have a time tracking. We have an invoicing that you get good invoice for your accounting because the remote worker, they do not really care about that stuff, but you need that for your accounting. So we have an invoicing system. You can pay your people over Shopify. We have a daily reporting. So your remote workers can give their, their two cents every day and tell you what they have done. Mm-hmm. So you get a good overview about that. And that's some points, some tools we already included in Shopify that you need to, uh, to have for your work, for your daily work. Um, right. For example, we have a chat also included. And um, this makes it quite easy for everyone to hire someone. Also, uh, if you post a shop on Shopify or a service on the marketplace, it's way easier than uh, for most of our competitors. And um, yeah, that's what we were aiming for. Yeah, it's a great uh, it's a great mission. I mean, I really connected with the the quantity piece you were mentioning earlier, which is you know I've used Fiverr, I've used Upwork, and it gets to a point where there's so many people there that it's a mission just sifting through. You know, you're basically trying to find that needle in a haystack that someone who actually is good. So I'd, I'd rather a, a marketplace like Jobmify, where you've done a lot of the vetting for us. Uh, in tandem with all the other features that you mentioned. Uh, second last question, Ben, which is, what's it been like going from e-commerce slash you know, service type businesses, right? Digital marketing agency, coaching business, to building tech and a platform? What's that experience been like? Have you enjoyed it? Has it been challenging? It was and it is incredible challenging. Incredible. So to be honest, if I would have known two years ago what I knew today, I wouldn't have started it because it's it costs way more money than you imagined before. It's way more complicated than you were thinking before. Um, and it, it everything of the SaaS business took way longer than you expect before. An e-commerce business, a digital marketing agencies, uh, agency business is so easy. It's so easy, Josh. You have a product, you have ads, and you sell it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to create anything. Digital marketing agency, you have your knowledge, you have a customer, sell that. Mm-hmm. And then you do the ads. It's so simple. But if you're in the SaaS business, you need to create something. And we created everything from the blank sheet of paper so there's no wordpress or anything like that there was nothing mm-hmm. so we created the designs we created the structure do you do you ask everything and this is so complicated you have so much bugs you have so much troubles with third parties mm-hmm. um yeah you need to talk to a lawyer all the time because of some stuff Mm-hmm. And it, it costs so much money uh, and it takes so long. I, I was thinking when, when we were starting that, I was thinking, okay, in around four to six months, we will have a basic system online. It took us one and a half year to have a basic system online. And yeah. um, I was working on that with uh, around 15 people. So not not always on the development side, also for social media and stuff like that. But 15 people, if you want to start a digital marketing agency, I can tell you in four hours how you do that. Right. 
yeah, and then you can start. It's it's I I totally relate as someone who went from selling legal services to building a legal tech platform. It is completely night and day. The the other quick point I'll highlight that that at least I've struggled with is with services like you said you know what it is right it's knowledge or or an e-commerce it's it's a product right you take a picture of it people decide they they buy it or not usually with tech and SaaS and, and marketplaces and platforms these are new things you have to there's a lot of education in hey what the heck is this right what does this piece of software do right it's not i give you facebook ads or you know i'm a sea monkey right it's Hey, these are all the features. This is how you navigate them. You have to make them look nice so that people can kind of use them by themselves. If they get confused, they're going to drop off. It's night and day. But I also find it's a very unique challenge. And, and, and you know, when you do get those successes in those areas too, it can be extremely, extremely rewarding. So Ben, I want to ask then kind of my last question before we get into some plugs and, and where people can find you is, what are one or two things you would tell to uh, an entrepreneur or a solopreneur or maybe a nine to fiver who wants to get into it, right? Whether it be digital marketing agency, e-commerce platform, or heck, maybe even, you know, hopefully we didn't scare people about marketplaces and SaaS and stuff like that. But someone who's thinking about it, or maybe they've even taken the first few steps. They're going through the grind, but they're having a tough time. What are one or two pieces of advice that you would give to them? Okay, the biggest advice I can give you right now, out of more than 15 years experience, test it. What I should have done is, uh, with Jobmify, I should have done just a landing page and put ads on it. And then I would have seen what happens. So for example, you can, you can restructure um, some stuff. So for example, you don't should start what I did with building the marketplace. I could have done the hiring service, what we were actually doing also. I could have done that before. Just a landing page. Hey, hmm. I have a hiring service. If you're looking for a remote worker, I can get you one. This would be hmm. so simple and easy. And then I would have gotten some informations. What do people need? Um, why do they need that? Um, why do people don't need that? Um, why people are loving it? Why some of them are not loving it? Um, so you need some information. Also in the e-commerce business, before you start a uh, building an e-commerce store, maybe you do it with Shopify, which is quite easy, but you can do a landing page, put your product on it, put a product, uh, uh, a video on it, some pictures, just create a nice landing page. It took you around one day maybe, and then put, put ads on it, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Google ads, and just see what happens. If you spend $1,000 and you're not selling anything, maybe this one is not a winning product. Mm -hmm. So then you don't have to order 500 pieces of them. Then you don't have to create your e-commerce store or something like that. So basically test it before you really start working on it because you're not running out of time. You should be fast, yeah. But if your e-commerce store was not existing in the last couple of years, it's not important if you start it today in two weeks or in two months. So it's just not important, but people are thinking, oh, wow, I have this idea right now. I need to go online with that. And yeah, that's maybe true, but you need to go online in a MVP version, a minimal value mm -hmm. product. And um, 
or maybe you don't have the product, you don't have a service right now, you are not an agency, just make a landing page, put ads, and tell the people you are an agency. And if nobody cares, then you maybe need to find some, uh, something else, or you need to work on your marketing. Um, but the problem is if you, if you spend six or seven figures on something, and then you realize, hey, it's harder than expected. For example, what Shopify is, it's way harder than expected before. Um, then you're thinking about, oh, I maybe should have done it different. It's no problem for me right now, but because that's, that's the experience you have. That was the first SaaS business I've created. And I was talking to a lot of people who are doing SaaS, which <laughs> told me exactly the same. I should have done this different before. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, uh, but that's the best advice I can give you. Absolutely. That's why we have the podcast, right? So that when we make stupid mistakes, which we do, we all do, you know, we can share it with others and hopefully people can learn. I agree 100%, especially in the last year or two, as, as I've been a little bit more in the tech industry. The the worst thing that I hear from people is they say, oh, I have this uh, the idea. I, I just need a few months so I can go build the whole product. And I'm like, no, don't do that at all. Do exactly what you just said, Ben, which is find a way to do it manually with as little tech as possible and test it. And that's for two reasons. Number one, as you said, you're going to find out whether it's even a good idea or not, right? Maybe it is great. Then you can go build it or maybe it's not. And then great. You just saved yourself, like you said, tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. Number two is that if you do get it right in the test, it becomes 10 times easier to build the tech because you've done it all these times manually, right? So now you don't have to go from the blank slate, right? Where, oh, white piece of paper. Okay, how should this marketplace work? Now that now in your head, it's like, oh, well, we've helped 10 people do this and they all seem to like doing A, then B, then C, then D. Okay, now let's just build the flow this way because that's what, you know, that's what makes sense. So that's what I've found is it allows you to build the tech even easier as well. Um, but anyways, Ben, thanks so much for coming on the show. This has been awesome for a wide variety of reasons because usually I love all my guests and I always learn a ton, but we covered e-commerce stores, we covered digital marketing agencies, we've also covered SaaS and marketplaces. That's a heck of a lot, so really appreciate it. If people wanna learn more about you or consume more of your content or get in touch or check out any of your businesses, where do you recommend that they go? Um, so if you wanna get in touch with me directly, it's the easiest way to go on Instagram, Ben Schneider 87 uh, ben Schneider 87 is my Instagram account. Um, if you want to hire a remote worker, you can go on chopmafi.com. We have a 14 days free trial, by the way. So oh. that's uh, that's enough time to, to find someone. Or you can go for our hiring service as well. Um, yeah, you can find me on YouTube. Um, also just type Ben Schneider. But most of the content is in German uh, at the moment. Um, yeah, I, but, I was going to go in, check it out. Yeah. In, English English content will follow. English okay. content will follow in a short. Um, awesome. Yeah, that's that's basically the opportunities. Awesome. We will link to all those in the description. Ben, thanks again for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Josh.